This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... You know, I endeavor to bring to you, the audience, especially the ones that are wandering around traffic today at uh, um, at noon, um, I endeavor to bring uh, great guests and really unique and wonderful ideas to you. And one of those is uh, I bring Nathan to you every every uh, every week, and I'm so excited about that. Nathan, how are you? I am doing great. Just finished quite a busy week, I must say. Uh, 48 hours of work in a row just happened and ready to go. Still nice and charged up and happy to bring you here as well. Wait a minute. You, are you saying you worked 48 hours like in a row, like two days in a row? Uh, t- four 12 hours in a row. Holy Moses. Would you like a nap? We can wait. <laughs> what are naps? I don't need none. <laughs> you see, they make this. We live in Seattle. We make this thing called coffee. <laughs> <laughs> nap. Who needs a stinking nap? I don't need a stinking nap. Nah. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you what. We've got a one. And by the way. There is a way for you to apply to be part of the Voices of Impact, and we're going to get into that with one of the one of the founders and what he's doing, which is just really remarkable. And uh, I, I like I said, I try to bring to you the best people that we can find uh, that are doing some remarkable things, and these folks are doing some really remarkable things. And uh, and we didn't have a chance because we had some uh, technical issues. So I'm going to give it a sh- Well, actually, uh, Nathan, would you like to give uh, uh, Steve's last name a shot so that I don't screw it up for the first time? Uh, well, it per- depends on which country it originates from, but I want to say it's Gallegos. That and- would be that would be Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that would that- be... That would be oh. incorrect. <laughs> How about uh, some like Gallegos? maybe Spain, no, Gallegos? Spain, Gallegos. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Gallegos. <laughs> Gallegos. You guys do have Mexican restaurants there in Seattle, right? Yes, we, yes, do. we do. Do you order tortillas or tortillas? Tortillas. <laughs> See, that's of something course. my grandmother can never get wrong. It was like <laughs> quesadilla was either quesadilla or quesadilla. She would <laughs> never say it the correct way. It was always incorrect in one way or the other as long as you, they deliver the right food with a margarita yes good. <laughs> as long as it tastes good and a fajita comes out sizzling yes i i, I tell you i was the general manager of a mexican restaurant at one were point. you really yeah and okay. uh um, of course it no longer exists which was probably why i was general manager of it. <laughs> Anyway, it was called Garcia's of Scottsdale. It's long gone. Um, but uh, it's nice to have you here, Steve. Uh, we'll get into your last name in a little bit. But first of all, uh, Nathan, is it windy out? It's windy. Well, he's, Steve is in Denver. It's windy there. It's windy at my house. Is it windy at your house? It's the windy city today and also rainy. Yeah, today is like a Winnie the Pooh day. You it's got a lot going on. Day. I'm surprised that I didn't see any high wind warnings in effect. It's... But gusts are going to be at about 30 miles per hour. So, you know, be careful. It might go knock the power out in some areas. So if you're listening to the show and all of a sudden, as we say, and today we're going, 
that means we've lost power. Um, <laughs> you know, but, we might as well just blame the wind on the stuff that's going on today. Yeah, I think I think we should. And uh, and Steve is going to be with us for the entire hour. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, he is a uh, he started out life as a lot of teenagers do. Um, he felt like he was a good for nothing suicidal guy that um, and then over time he became a celebrated U.S. Marine, a law enforcement officer, a board certified uh, civil Public or trial lawyer, a singer. Now there's a there's a conflict in terms. A lawyer to a singer songwriter and recording artist, um, award winning author, international speaker and trainer on personal development and communications. And he's on a mission, and we're going to talk about his mission today. It's called Voices of Impact. Steve, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm outstanding, Kevin. I'm so grateful to be here with you and Nathan and all the team at Positive Talk Radio. I tell you, it's it's a great it's great fun to have you here, and we're really excited about what you're doing because I think celebrating the common man who are really working to do something outstanding is 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 I can't tell you how exciting that is. Um, tell us about Voices of Impact, where it came from, what you're doing with it, when it is, and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, thank you for that question. And yeah, the Voices of Impact Awards is um, is an initiative that we launched uh, this year. We've been working on it for the last couple of years, actually. And, um, you know, Kevin, it came from the fact that uh, as an international speaker, I've had the opportunity to be on numerous radio shows and podcasts and live stages where I get to share my story, right, of, of like you mentioned, a good-for-nothing boy that you know was always in trouble and believing he had zero self-worth and zero value zero future to changing his life around turning my life around and um, having success in quite a variety of careers and that shocks people that i'm only 25 years old and i've been able to do all those things <laughs> that's pretty amazing i i don't know don't you have to be 25 to be a cop no you have to be 21. Oh. <laughs> Well, cool. 21. Yeah. Um, at least back in those days, maybe they changed the rules since then because they said, no, no more 21 year olds after Gallegos is out of here. We're, we got to change these rules. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, and so uh, people would always come up to me afterwards and say, Steve, thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm so inspired and motivated. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to start doing whatever. I'm going to launch my own company, blah, blah, blah. And I'd always say, thank you. But you know what? I bet you have a powerful story, too. You should share it. And after time and time of, of saying this to people, Kevin, it finally dawned on me that there's no real legitimate place for the average everyday person, right? The, the first responder, the ER nurse, the, the doctor, the CPA, the lawyer who would just go to work every day and do their thing. They've all gone through struggle. They've all gone through challenges. You, my good man, um, you know, I've you know, I can imagine that you have too, even doing all the wonderful things you do with radio and broadcasting. Um, and so we decided to build it because we have social media. Sure, you can share your voice and opinions on social media, but who's really listening? Because what you're really doing on social media is you're, imagine the city of Seattle, right? Imagine going to a swap meet at, at the uh, Seattle, whatever your main auditorium is, right, where you might have a swap meet and all the vendors are in the parking lot. That's how things used to be before social media. After social media, the entire city of Seattle is a swap meet. 
Imagine trying to be a vendor in that environment, right? Imagine trying to be heard. And, and that's what social media is. And no one really pays attention to you. No one really takes you seriously. And so we decided to create a legitimate platform where the everyday person can feel celebrated and recognized for having accomplished what they've accomplished, but more so for having gone through what they needed to go through in order to get to that space in life, whether they're millionaires or not. I mean, we don't care. Um, our platform is open to, uh, if you're a maintenance worker at uh, you know your local school, um, but you've been through some challenges and struggles and you've developed some valuable lessons that can teach others, or if you're a multi-billionaire and you've got lessons you can teach others and everybody in between, our platform is open to that. And it's designed to show people that you don't have to be famous. You don't have to take your clothes off. You don't have to do something stupid and end up in the you know uh, evening 10 o'clock news in handcuffs in order for the world to pay attention to you. Well, I can guarantee you, I'm glad that nobody has to watch me take my clothes off. That would not be good. <laughs> so, but but you're right, and and the way that our society seems to be built this day these days is about look at me, look at me, look at me. But nobody listens, and nobody looks, and nobody sees because they're all about it's all internalized to themselves rather than what are people doing. I've met Steve doing what I do. I've met some incredible incredibly gifted people who nobody knows who they are. And it really is, in my opinion, important that they should be celebrated because they're in the trenches. They're volunteering. They're taking care to make sure that their families and the families in their neighborhood and, and things are being taken care of. And we don't look at them. And okay, occasionally on the news, you know how the, the last they'll, they'll talk about the death and destruction and politics and, and all that crap. And then they'll have a happy story at the very end where they take 30 seconds to say something. And this guy's doing something great. Well, there are lots of folks that are doing something great. And I'm glad you're you're. Your mission is to celebrate the common man, the person that is trying to make the world better one day at a time, one person at a time. That's correct. It's not easy out there, as you've pointed out. And I think that much of the challenges that we're experiencing in society today, you know, people feeling anxious and frustrated and suicidal and depressed and lonely and all these things is because they have something that they want to say, right? They, they, they want to express themselves in a legitimate way, and there's really no place for them to do that, right? And so this is going to um, uh, solve a lot of those issues because moving forward, this is an annual event. This isn't one, you know, hey, we got a summit next week and then it's over. No, this is an ongoing annual event where people can submit their entries, they get evaluated to move on from one stage to the other, and finally end up at the finals which are going to be uh, tentatively scheduled right now for September 2023 here in Denver. And the finals is going to be exciting, Kevin. It's going to be a combination of TEDx, American Idol, and the Grammys. Because imagine the everyday person walking onto the stage to their own song, right? Their favorite song, be it, you know, Born in the USA or, you know, We Are the Champions or, you know, the Rocky theme, whatever your favorite song might be that just lifts you up, you get to walk on stage to that song. Then you're going to deliver eight minutes on stage, your 
powerful talk. And then you're going to have a judging panel, just like on American Idol. There's going to be four judges in the audience there evaluating you. And then, um, you know, it's it's just a big celebration, a, a big party. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, what do you say to people, Steve, that would go, oh, that sounds wonderful, but I can't speak in front of people. I'm scared to do that. And and I don't know I don't know how to build a, steed, a speech that will make any kind of sense at all. And I don't know how to inspire people, even though they do every day. Uh, what do you say to those folks? I'm glad that you brought that up because that's one of the hallmarks of what we offer. This isn't just a, a, a competition where you're left to your own devices to figure it out. We put together a team of collaborators that we call our resource partners who are experts in the field of book writing, of speech authoring, of public speaking. I'm one of them. Um, branding, uh, public relations, uh, relationships, all kinds of subject matter topics that are there to mentor and guide you for free as part of your registration fee. There's a small administrative fee that everybody pays to become a part of the awards program, but these experts are there for free. And then if you want to level up and work with them on a one-on-one -on -one basis, that's between you and them, but there's so much free content that they give you. And uh, one of the first things that I've offered when people go to the website, the uh, voiawards.com is they can immediately sign up, no obligation, um, a book that I've written called How to Write Your Story so that you can impact your audiences and engage the world. And it walks you step by step, how I wrote my story, how you can summarize it, how you can research your life and, and pull, pull out all of the, you know, those valuable experiences that you've had and turn them into a very powerful story. So what I would say to that person, Kevin, is there is no excuse. We've got your back. This isn't for the person that wants to be uh, or that thinks they're the next Tony Robbins or Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, you're, those people are welcome on our stage, but they've already got outlets, right, for them to go and speak, and they're probably already rehearsed. We designed this specifically for the person that you identified, the one that says, who am I? Who am I to share my story? What credibility do I have? What credentials are I? I don't have a book. I don't have a following. I, don't, I haven't done anything right? And that's the person that we want on our stage, because those are the people that we need to recognize and elevate. And for those people, first of all, everybody has a story. Everybody, everybody has something unique about them uh, that they've experienced in their life. Nobody has had a life of puppy dogs and sunshine. Uh, always. It's always, we've always had, you know, issues and troubles, but people that rise above it. And I, that, that's kind of what you're going for, isn't it? People that have not necessarily had the, the, the best start in life. They didn't have a million bucks in the bank when they were, when they were young. And, and, but somehow, some way they were able to pr push through it and to become the person that they are today. And that can be somebody that is just, if you are, uh, as an example, we have a place here called the uh, Union Gospel Mission. Uh, downtown and they and they work to take care of homeless people there are people who volunteer there every day to help people that are drug addicted that have been uh, got lots of problems and and they don't get recognized for it and it would be great to be able to have a forum to do that and that's what you're working to put together where did you guys come up with this idea as i said i've been i've been thinking about it for a long time one of the th things that um uh my wife always loves to share about me with people is that 
Um, I'm known as a rule breaker and fun maker. And by that, she means that um, if there's any rules set in front of me, I'll find a way to go around them to achieve my objective, as long as it's legal and moral and ethical. Of course, well, maybe the moral <laughs> side, you know, a little questionable. Um, you know, there's that's that's the gray area. But um, fun maker in that if I get invited to an event, if I get invited to a party, the first thing I ask is how many others can I bring with me? If I, I've gotten invited to stages so many times to speak on TEDx, for example, when I was first invited to speak on TEDx in Dallas, I told the organizer, I said, you know what? Thank you so much. I'm there. And I've got so many friends that are speakers and are looking for an opportunity like this. Can I invite them? Yes. I brought over 120 people to that stage, at least to audition. Not all of them made it. Some of them did make it. Um, but that's... the. I don't know. That's just how I roll. And, you know, some people said, well, you have this mindset of leave no one behind. In a sense, yeah. And I can trace that back to my childhood where, um, you know, I was always, uh, I was most often like the last man out and the one that was, you know, just kind of sitting in the corner all by himself. And, um, you know, I, I don't like that feeling, right, where everybody else gets to go to the party and no one invites you, right? Um, and so I want to make it, I want to make sure that at least while I'm alive, as many people as I can get to come to the party. Where did you come up with that whole way of being? A lot of people don't, but a lot of people may think about it, Steve, but they don't ever act on it. How, yeah. What was it that, about you that allowed you to act on it? You know what, Kevin, that's a beautiful question. And I don't know that there was anything conscious. In other words, I didn't become aware that, oh, I have these values and therefore I'm going to develop them and, um, you know, do something with them. It, it kind of just developed by, by second nature and by following my own guidance system, our own intuition, our own internal guidance system that we're all equipped with, right? Not all of us listen, but we all have that GPS system inside of us. It just seemed that every time that I did something to glorify myself, I didn't have such good results. I had some results, but I didn't have good results. And for, as an example, that's when I was pursuing a career as a singer-songwriter. I think I might have shared with you in our pre-interview that I wanted to be the next the modern day Julio Iglesias, ah. right? That was my, that was my objective when I was a kid, because as a kid, like I said, I was uh, abused and, and mentally, you know, mistreated. But the one thing that I could do that drew everybody's attention and captivated everyone and made them admire me, if you will, was when I opened my mouth to sing. And so over time, I became like this Pavlov dog that every time I open my mouth to sing, people applaud, they they admire me, they respect me and all those things. But then when I wasn't singing, no one paid attention to me, no one cared and no one told me that I had any value. And so I thought singing is how you get love. And so I decided to become the modern day Julio Iglesias. And that's what I built my life on. And once I got to Los Angeles as a young adult after the Marine Corps, and I started practicing law in the entertainment industry, Kevin, I was able to open doors that I couldn't open as one of a million singer-songwriters out there. Lawyers run the industry, they still do. And as a lawyer, I was able to have meetings and walk into boardrooms and, and have access to 
the backstage or, or the, the underground, if you will, of the entertainment industry. And I didn't like what I saw. It was seedy. It was greedy. It was corrupt. It still is in many ways. Um, you know, abusive, taking advantage of people. I myself went through numerous experiences where I felt, I need a shower and what am I doing here? <laughs> and so I had to come to terms, right, with why do I want to be in this industry so much? What is it about it? Because I don't like it. And I took a, a some time to deeply reflect. And, and that's when I realized that what I was looking for was not the fame and fortune of being the modern day Julio Iglesias, because you're always hiding. You're living behind walls. You're living behind people. You can't go out to a restaurant like a normal couple without having paparazzi and you know people chasing you for autographs and trying to kidnap you and those kinds of things. I didn't want that life for me. But what was it that I was chasing? That's when I realized what I was chasing was love, respect, and admiration from the audience. That's how I thought you got it. And I recall the many times that I was on stage and performing, I felt great. I was on top of the world and I was really good at what I did. But then when I wasn't on stage and my phone wasn't ringing, my agent wasn't calling me with gigs, I was depressed. I was like, oh, what's going on? I suck. Life sucks. And that's not the way to be. And I recognized a lot of my colleagues in the entertainment industry, whether they were in music or acting or television, they went going through the same thing. And it started dawning on me that much of the reason that many people pursue the entertainment industry is because they're looking for the wrong thing. They're looking for admiration, respect, and that self-worth from the audience. And it took me a while to learn, you don't get it from the audience. You don't get it externally. You have to love yourself first. And once you do, you give yourself respect. You admire yourself. You love your, yourself. Now you don't need anyone to do that for you. And this is the problem in many relationships, Kevin, if you probably experienced from people you know, or, or perhaps through your own experiences. And when we go into a relationship and we need the other person, right? And we say, oh my gosh, I need you. And, um, I, you know, I, I need you to tell me how beautiful I am and how hot I am and how gorgeous I am and how much you love me. Well, it might start out that way because, you know, relationships always start out that gushy, mushy, you know, all over each other. But then the day that your partner forgets your anniversary, forgets your birthday, is too tired to have sex, is too occupied with building the business or finances or raising the kids or something, all of a sudden you feel unloved, unwanted, and uncherished. Yep. And that's when we go out and have flings. We go out outside of the relationship to look for what we, quote unquote, need, right? Always looking to fill that <clears throat> vessel of, I need love, I need attention, I need admiration. So when I was able to turn it around, in 2008, I went to a... Um, a seminar in Las Vegas, and the speaker was on stage, and he put up a chart of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And he says, the whole world is looking for these seven things on here, love, self-esteem, security, all that stuff. And he said, that's pretty good, right? Everybody said, yeah, we all want that stuff. And then he said, let me ask you something, or let me tell you something. If you're looking for something on that board, and you don't have it, right, because you're looking for it, how can you give it away? And almost instantly, it felt like God himself had thrown a lightning bolt on my heart because I stood up in a room of 300 people 
And I said, are you effing kidding me? And I used the word effing. I used the word effing. I said, are you effing kidding me? All of my life, I've been looking for love. And you're telling me that the reason I don't have it is and, and, and that I can't give it away is because I need to have it first inside me before I can give it away. And he said, yes. And then he made perfect sense. He gave the analogy, Kevin, if I need $1,000, but you only have 500 in your pocket, can you help me? I need $1,000. No, you can't because you don't have $1,000. You only have 500. So if I don't have love, how can I expect the ability to love other people? You can't. No. And you understand this. I love that about you. You get this stuff. I, I, I really do. I, I love uh, the, the, the Pavlov's hierarchy. I can't say it, but I love it. Maslow's. Yeah. Maslow's. <laughs> and because, you know, at the very top is your spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the very bottom is your basic needs. And but you've but in order to be who you really are, and you need to be able to access it all, and uh, and to and to do it on a regular basis. And I just, I just, I just love that because it's, it is so true. If you don't love yourself, you're not going to be able to love anybody else. And I don't know about you in the audience, but think back to the people that you've known over the course of time, and how many are there that are seeking love. You've heard that song, Seeking Love in All the Wrong Places. Yeah, looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> I'll see, you can sing. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, and we do that. And we look at, we, we approach relationships from a position of need, not a position of power where I, I love you because of who you are and I want to be with you because you make my heart sing and I make your heart sing. And most of the time we don't, that's not where relationships go. No. And, and then they become toxic and exactly. then, then it becomes a, a big issue. So personally, I would rather love myself and not have somebody to love than to be in a codependent relationship that doesn't work for anybody. Indeed. 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 So, you know, it's, it's really, it's really cool. And your, your story is, is remarkable in that you now are putting your money where your mouth is. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Explain that. I am, um, you know, this is, uh, in this competition, in this awards program, we are giving away, um, some money, uh, all finalists who are going to get a cash prize. The grand prize winner is going to get $20,000 cash award, um, along with some other prizes. And we also have a book award from our partners at Morgan James Publishing, which is one of the nation's leading uh, book publishers, um, have come forward, come alongside us and, and agreed to grant one book contract to one of the finalists. So it's going to be super exciting. But yeah, and this isn't sponsor money. This is money out of my own pocket to show the world that I believe in this and we haven't raised any money. Um, we're not looking for sponsors at this point, at least not traditional sponsors uh, to put on the event. It's all being self-financed. And um, our, our goal is to, you know, do a great job year one here and then move it internationally here in year two going going forward because we've had a lot of attention a lot of people from across the world um say i want to be part of it but we're saying right now sorry only us-based residents uh because there's 
different laws, right, for being able to sure. host this in Canada or the UK or Africa and, and those kinds of things. Though there are people there that are just dying to have this opportunity. To verify what you just said, we I, I always have a pre-interview interview so that I can get to know people and we can we can figure out what we're going to do and and and, and um, that's part of what we do at Positive Talk. And I was so taken with you. I said, how do I sponsor you? And, she, and, and you said, sorry, your money's no good. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I'm not going to do that. So uh, we're talking with Steve. Gallegos. Thank you very much. Because I. On cue, uh, baby. On cue. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, we're, and we need to take a quick break. And I've got new commercials for you to listen to. So I want you to listen to these. I think they're very good. But. Um, you're listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW 1150 AM. We'll be back in about two, two and a half minutes. Hello, everybody. If I could have your attention, please. I have an important announcement to make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie, several websites, podcasts, you YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW, and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter and stay there forever. Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week based on a 13-week commitment. And as our partner, we are vested in your success and will do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's get the ball rolling. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey there, I would personally like to thank you for making Positive Talk Radio part of your day. Whether you like podcasts or the radio show, we're glad to have you along. I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows, because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions. And thank you for being in my dream. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio, everybody. We've got a great show for you today. 
and we are featuring the creator of the Voices of Impact Awards, and his name is Steve. Diego. <laughs> Very nice. And you know what? I wanted to mention this because it is important, and that is this, is that, you know, Positive Talk Radio, as we talked before, is my creation, came up with it. I've been doing it for a long time, and I don't take any money from it because I, and nor do I ask my guests that are on the show to pay any money to be on it. I, would, I get significant flack for this, by the way. But the reason that, that I do it that way is because then I can have the absolute best people that I can find that are doing great work for the world, and you're doing that. It's, it's got to be, and well, I know how self-fulfilling it is for me, because really, honestly, it's not about me. It's about doing great things for uh, people and so that people can recognize that there is greatness all around us. And uh, that's what I love about what you're doing. It's it's it really is really is cool. And uh, I want to thank you for being here. It's it's um, it certainly is my pleasure to have you here. And I know that that there are people that would like to figure out how they can get involved and maybe um, sign up for this deal. How do they get that done? They, they it's it's very simple the uh, registration process is simple all they have to do is go to voiawards.com voicesofimpactawards.com voiawards.com and hit the registration button it's that simple you just tell us what your nature of your story is we do vet the stories because kevin we don't want this to be a you know uh there's a lot of negative going on in the world right now i mean there's just a lot of things going on between the war and Ukraine and, uh, you know, political unrest and, you know, President Trump and just, you know, crime and all these things. And so people have a lot to say about these things and they should, right? But this is not the platform for that. This is a platform for inspiring stories. We want to elevate humanity. And so if the idea is to come on stage and talk about how the Supreme Court should be doing this, that, or the other, no, there's other platforms for that. So this is for inspiring stories. If you have a story, something that you've been through, something that you've done, something that you've achieved, the struggle or challenge uh, that you've overcome, be it, you know, suicide or addiction or gambling or, you know, divorce or coming out of abuse or sex trafficking or whatever, right? There's myriad types of challenges that we all go through. You're welcome to come and share that story but not just share the story for the sake of sharing the story and say, oh, I was a victim. We want to know what you did to break through and become the person that you are now, whether it's a CEO of a company, you founded your own product, you launched, you know, you were on Shark Tank, whatever the case may be. Um, that's the kind of story that we're looking for. And like I mentioned earlier to Kevin's question, um, you're going to get mentored and guided on how to do this so you can show up as your best authentic self and you're not going to be left alone to figure it out um, on your own because um, we know that that can be challenging too. <laughs> you know, I have to, it's interesting. Back in 2003, and I learned this early on, back in 2003, uh, we were entering into the Iraq War. And I don't know if you remember those times, but everybody was real excited about us going to war in Iraq. It was going to take, you know, 
three days we were gonna we were gonna beat everybody up and then we were gonna give what we wanted and all that kind of stuff well none of that turned out to be true but one of the things that i did because i was on the air at the time is i went and bought a uh, cd of 60s war protest songs (laughs) and we have what's called music bumps that uh, you go into and out of breaks with and that kind of stuff so i had i had like um Remember the song War? Who I was just thinking of it. <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, you do have a good voice. I gotta say and and uh and so I did a bunch of those and I had them running. I started getting hate mail. Mm. And people were like, What are you talking about? This is a good thing going to war. And it's and I said, People are gonna die. And when people die, it's never a good thing. And it's like, oh, you Pollyanna. Da, da, da. And so I, I, I had I had the intestinal fortitude that I have today, I would have kept on doing it um, <laughs> just to piss those people off. But but I said, oh, no, I, I want the listeners. I want them to be happy with me and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's important that and that be, we be i think it's important that we be aware of what's going on around us but not dwell on it because that can take us down a real negative rabbit hole and we don't need that what we need is positivity and working together and doing stuff like as an example something happened yesterday i haven't even mentioned it on the show today um tell us tell us uh trump got indicted for oh, yeah, 30 yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on 30 counts and and which which you know could be a whole show and a half by itself but that's not what we want to do they'll yeah, take yeah. care of that and they'll, they'll they'll figure that out out and it, and i just want people to to look at things that you people like you are doing and understand how important it is for humanity and and i know that this comes from your heart and not only that it's coming from your wallet too Indeed, indeed. But I'm glad you brought that up, Kevin, because that's a, a really important distinction. You mentioned, you know, the word positivity. And the last thing that I want your your beautiful audience to latch on to is that, oh, this is one of those, you know, positivity, Pollyanna kind of, you know, programs where everything's good in the world and, you know, nothing's bad. That's not true. We recognize that there's a lot of bad in the world, which is why we are producing this event. I agree that positivity for the sake of positivity in the face of calamity and the world coming down around you and a tornado blowing your eye. No, positivity goes out the window, right? But you can only be negative or we should only be negative for a short time, just long enough for us to decide we're going to do something about it. Right, yes. not just sit there and dwell in the negative and 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 chant and yell and and protest for the sake of protesting, but we're actually going to do something about it. And those are the people that are coming into the Voices of Impact Awards. These are the ones say, you know, I was abused. That's it. I'm changing the world with my charity. I was um, sexually trafficked. That's it. I'm done with that, and I'm going to change the world for, you know, future generations of of women and children. Um, you know. Whatever it is that bothers you, find a solution for it and bring it to the marketplace. Because why do you think that negative experience has confronted you? It's not just for this so that you could have a negative experience. Maybe, just maybe, and I'm not getting religious or spiritual here. I don't know, you know, where your audience leans on that because that's a completely other show. But maybe, just maybe, 
we go through the fire to figure out a way to put out the fire so that no people behind you don't have to walk through it. Maybe, right? And I'd love the audience to think about that. I, th- I think that's a beautiful sentiment. Besides, we are, and I say this all the time, we are a product of our experiences. And if we look at all of our experiences as a good thing from the standpoint of we're learning from them, and even if they're bad things, we can learn from them and not to repeat them and to move forward, then then our lives become more meaningful because we can then take those, and you're providing the perfect forum for this, we can take those experiences and we can get on the stage of VOI and you can then talk about how you dealt with whatever it is and you came through the other side. And I love your mission, which is to celebrate and equip the voices that inspire humanity. We need more inspiration of humanity. Um, I don't see that on the news. I don't hear people talking about it, but it is something that, that I know you're dedicated to and I'm dedicated to it. We have to inspire the voices who are working to make a difference and who actually care about humanity. Exactly. Because I think if we, if we have an event like this and people see, oh, okay, then you know, the, maybe the things that I'm, that I'm doing good and, you know, for my community, for my school, for my district, for my city, you know, maybe those things will be recognized and it will, the bigger that we grow, right? The bigger that we grow, then we can have more categories of prizes. We do have one of the, uh, uh, awards that we're giving is a community service award, uh, named after my, um, my sister-in-law, who uh, died tragically a couple of years ago in a traffic accident, but her whole life, Kevin was adult life was dedicated towards improving her city and her community. And everywhere she traveled with, with my brother around the world, she would land and immediately start looking for ways to organize people so they can go out and volunteer, whether it was in prisons or homeless shelters in, in foreign countries. And so because she was so dedicated, we decided to name an award after her. And so somebody from Seattle could win that if they would go on and and register and let us know what you're doing, right? Because it is part of the application process. And you brought up something else really beautiful that is, you know, these negative things, these negative negative experience happen to us and that we can learn from them. My TED talk a couple of years ago in Dallas was bad things happen and why that's good. And I gave the example, why do we go on vacation and after a week or two, we become bored and want to come home again. Why don't we stay on that beautiful beach and on that beautiful island and sailing around the world? Why don't we do that, Kevin? And forget about my boss only gives me a week vacation. <laughs> right? We, we like home. We like, we like the, most of us like what we have surrounded ourselves with. And when you take yourselves out of the elements, and so I used to travel for a living, and I, I, there was a point in time when it was like, and I, you know, I had the company credit card so I could eat at any restaurant I wanted to. I could stay at any hotel I wanted to. I played golf a lot and all that, but it wasn't satisfying. I wanted to be with my family. I wanted to be with the people I loved. 
And so I, and uh, that's, that was more important than traveling or, and some people get off on traveling. I get it. But, uh, you know, uh, for me, it was a, being around people I loved and influencing those people. I was a cub master um, of the, the, of the local cub scout pack and, and stuff like that. And we went from three kids to 75 and, and it was a, it was a big deal and, and stuff. And th- that's the type of thing that turned me on. Exactly. And what you're describing a little bit is, and I'm going to take it just a little bit deeper, is that when you come back to family, you come back to city, you come back to your workplace, you come back to community, you come back to traffic, there are challenges there. There are obstacles, right? When you're on the beach and you're sipping pina coladas and just taking in the sun, nothing's happening. You've got no problems to solve. And this is one of the keys that... um, allowed me to develop this talk is I did a, I'm a scientist on Facebook, right? And so on Facebook, I went and conducted this scientific study. I put up two photos. One was of a beautiful sailboat on the ocean and behind it, clear blue skies, not a single cloud. And then I doctored the photo to change the sky to a very stormy, a hurricane's a common kind of sky. We're going to be in trouble. And I asked the audience on Facebook, I said, which of these two photos appeals to you the most and why? Nine out of 10 people chose the dramatic stormy sky photo. And there's a psychological reason for this. Do you want to take a guess at what that might be? It's the excitement of something that you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. And, and there's an excitement there of, of, am I close? You're, you're spot on. You're spot on. Mystery, drama, the unknown, the danger, right? You don't get that when you're sitting on the beach picking up seashells. Okay, that's calming and relaxing. I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that. No, definitely go do that because we need a break. But the reason we go and take those breaks is so that we can equip ourselves to come back and handle even more or continue handling the problems that still exist in our homes, in our schools, in our communities, in our churches, in our you know, local government and in in our nation, right? And so people are drawn to wanting to fix problems. People are drawn to problems. That's why when we drive down the highway, you see an accident. Why do we slow down and rubberneck? Number one is, thankfully, it's them and not me. But two, we want to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. We're intrigued by that. We're drawn to that. It's part of our survival mechanism. I got it. Can I tell you a quick story real quick? Absolutely. And and again, I'm going back to 2003, but I was driving home on I-90 and I just, I just love this about humanity. Um, driving home on I-90 and in front of me, I see this big cloud of dust. And then I see this black SUV and they're carrying, they have a trailer and it has gone over onto its side mm. and was skidding down or skidding down the highway on its side and nobody was there. I mean, it just happened right in front of me. So I stopped my car and I go back there and all of a sudden people started showing up. Uh, the, the car was on its side. They had three kids, four kids in the back. They had a dog. They had a baby. Um, and the w- woman was crying. And the engine was sputtering like it was going to catch on fire. And all of us got together as one and forgot about what we were doing before. And but we were going to solve this problem. So we got to the, I held the, the door open 
so that one of the other guys could crawl in and to bring bring the people out and bring the dogs out and and everybody was okay and then a truck driver stopped and uh he said is everybody okay and the the engine was still sputtering like it was on fire and so i said do you have a uh um a fire extinguisher and he ran back and got a fire extinguisher and put out the fire and and saved it was that's what humanity was designed to be, to look out after each other. We didn't know anybody. Nobody knew anybody's name. And then the fire department showed up and the police department showed up and all these people, they didn't ask for accolades. They didn't say, where's the news guy? I want to take uh, pictures you know, of, of how I'm a hero and I save these folks. Everybody just got in their car and drove away. Right. And that is what I, that's my picture of, of uh, great humanities. We just take care of each other. We don't ask for the accolades. We just do what we know to be right. And then we go on. What a beautiful story, Kevin. And I think you just highlighted what I believe the, or at least my message from this show is that regardless of what you do for a living or what you think you do for a living or who you think you are because of what you do for a living, I believe, this is my personal opinion, after years of living and research and experience, is that we are all here for one purpose and one purpose only. And that purpose is to serve one another. I agree. And that's it. And we just simply choose to serve in different ways. Some of you serve as realtors. Some of you serve as CEOs of companies. Some of you serve as law enforcement officers. Others serve as nurses, as chefs, as, as busboys, as, as you know, servers. But when you think about it, you know, we, go, we walk around saying, oh, I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. I'm a this. I'm a that. No, that's not what you are. It's what you do, but it's not what you are. Right. And I teach people in my talks, never confuse who you are with what you do, because we do that, right? I'm a law enforcement officer. That means I need to be mean and tough and, and, and gruff and, and not have any personality and not show any compassion. That's not true. It's how you serve the community, but who you really are, who we really are at the very, very basics of everything is we are loving, compassionate, understanding human beings, at least that's how we were born. And then society kind of shapes us and molds us into different into different ways, right? And then we start doing things that are inconsistent with ourselves. But, but you know, if you're doing that, right, if you're doing something that's not um, serving your own life, if you're constantly in trouble with the law, if you're constantly in and out of bad relationships or causing trouble for other people or causing pain for others, you know that deep down inside and is probably thinking, gosh, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Um, and um, anyway, the answers are out there for you. And there's great people like Kevin McDonald and listen to his show and his guests because there's guidance there. And I really appreciate you saying that it's, it's, it's very big, but I'll tell you, my whole life has been built around service and it doesn't matter what label you put on it, whether it was a busboy or a server or a general manager or a national sales director, or it's always been about service. And this is what I do now because I just love talking to people like you. This is how I serve. Right. And 
I don't know that everybody will say, I'm going to go have a talk show and I'm going to go serve that way. That may not be for, it isn't for everybody, I know. But there is something that you can do to be of service to fellow man. And then if we all did that collectively together, the changes that we would make in our society and in the world would be, would be huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. You could end depression. You could end suicide. You could end abuse. You could end, you know, I don't know if it'll ever happen in our lifetime, Kevin, but certainly I'm not going to stop working toward it. Well, it better be quick. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, but- by the way, it's Steve Gallego. Gallego. Uh, I, I will. <laughs> Steve Gallego is with us, and we, we're going to have to wrap it up um, because I've run out of time. That's one problem with uh, radio versus podcasts. Is in the podcast, we could go for as long as we want. In the radio, I've got what's called a hard ending to the show. Hard ending. Okay. But uh, I want to invite everybody to go to uh, VOIA Awards dot com voiawards.com and look at all the information sign up i encourage you your story is much more valuable than you think it is sign up and uh and and fill out all the information and they'll get back to you and if nothing else they'll help you create the story that is within you steve we've got about a minute and a half left i'm going to turn it over to you tell our audience anything you'd like them to know Thank you, brother. I mean, this has been an absolute pleasure. And you're right, we could go on and on because I love talking to you. And I'm so glad we're going to get an opportunity to do this, uh, I think, next week, again, on your podcast. Um, But what I want the audience to recognize is, like you said, you do matter. What you do matters. What you've experienced matters. It matters to us. And that's all that's important because we're the ones that are giving you the platform to come in and share your story for you to shine a little bit. And even if you don't make it to the finals, guess what? You're going to be equipped. You're going to be trained with new information that's going to allow you to perform and be better at home home, at school, at work, in your community, in your church, whatever it is that you do, you're going to get some benefit from this. So uh, please um, do go to Voices of Impact Awards, voiawards.com, register and tell your friends about it because it's for everyone. And Steve is going to come back on the show several times between now and then because I firmly believe in what he is doing. Um, I'd love to have your lovely wife on as well. Oh, great. Have the, have the two of you, and we can talk about the passion of putting it all together and stuff. And, and the, the, the awards are tentatively scheduled for September. Correct. And so I hope that everything works out perfectly. And the best way to get it to happen is for people to sign up who want the help. So, and, right. and I'm, I'm going to go do that. So Yay. Just, just, for fun, just because I can always get better when I'm, whatever it is that I'm doing. So um, it's, such a, it's such a pleasure having you here. I don't get to meet people. That, by the way, I, before I go, I want to make sure that everybody knows that if you go to their website, there are several charities that they've got listed here that they've vetted, that they believe in, that are, you know, uh, for uh, uh, various things, uh, Operation Underground Railroad to help kids, um, ways to get kids to, uh, people to get money and stuff. So, so go there, and if you if your heart moves you, um, contribute to those charities. That would be awesome. And Steve, again, 
Thank you so much for being here. And we'll do this again. We must do this again. And by the way, everybody, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you on Monday at 3 o'clock.